A Texas family was repeatedly attacked by a very large pig. The Pope suggests that gay couples might be blessed by the Vatican. And a woman riding a lawnmower is struck and killed by the wing of an airplane. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's get to it. Pope Francis suggests gay couples could be blessed after all. Pope Francis opened the door Monday for some Catholic priests to bless same-sex unions, hinting at possibly a reversal of the official Vatican position that has put it at odds with many of its own progressive followers. Francis outlined some major caveats, however, including that they should be decided on a case-by-case basis and not seen as exactly equivalent to heterosexual wedding ceremonies. This doesn't really sound ideal, but it is a movement in the right direction, it seems, because as recently as 2021, the Vatican said it could not condone same-sex unions because, quote, God cannot bless sinners. But on Monday, Francis signaled there could be exceptions to this stance. In his letter to cardinals on the subject, he said, we cannot be judges who only deny, reject, and exclude. Though Vatican policy has not officially changed... Francis's comments have been seen by some LGBTQ plus Catholics as a huge step in undoing the marginalization they still experience within the church, despite the current pope's decade of modernization. Now, uh, these statements from the pope came in a written letter by Francis, which was published this week by the Vatican's Dicastery for the Doctrine of the Faith. He was responding to a list of questions presented by conservative cardinals. They challenged him to reinforce traditional Catholic teachings on same-sex marriage and other thorny issues, such as women's ordination in the church. And in response, Francis said, there may be forms of blessing requested by one or more persons that could be granted on an occasional basis. He called for the clergy to show pastoral charity, including kindness, patience, understanding, tenderness, and encouragement. The Pope made it very clear that these unions do not convey a mistaken concept of marriage, which he called the indissoluble union between a man and a woman, naturally open to procreation. The Pope said he believes same-sex unions are, quote, not morally acceptable from an objective point of view, and suggested they should not necessarily become a norm. Pope Francis made it very clear he does not sanction any ecclesial structure officially blessing these sorts of unions. Furthermore, Francis has as yet not chosen to issue a formal decree, such as a type of papal document, which would signal a more official swing in the direction of the church. Now, nevertheless, his remarks have been seen by the LGBTQ plus Catholics and other progressives as a very momentous step in the cause of equal rights within the church. We have a quote from New Ways Ministry, an advocacy group seeking justice for LGBTQ plus Catholics. They say, this implies that the church does indeed recognize that holy love can exist between same-gender couples. And this is one big straw towards breaking the camel's back of the marginalized treatment of LGBTQ plus people and their experience in the church. Well, I don't think I really need to say too much. My take on this is that it is a step in the right direction because it's a step in the direction that mirrors the kind of values that Jesus has. But, um, you know... These churches have gone so far away from what Jesus actually stood for. So it's nice to see they're kind of playing catch up with Jesus. You know, thousands of years a little too late here, but ah, you know, they're, they're moving. 
the Pope is trying to be a little more current and progressive. He did talk about UFOs fairly recently as well. I want to say within the last three years, he mentioned, he acknowledged that UFOs exist, which, I mean, not that we have to wait for the Pope to acknowledge that something exists for it to actually exist, like gay people and UFOs, but yeah, it's it's a movement in the right direction. And hey, if you want to stay relevant, you got to do these sorts of things, you know, because as you know, church populations are dwindling these days. The youth are not drawn to these kinds of institutions anymore. So you have to you have to meet the younger generations halfway, some way. So you have to adjust your values. Uh, personally, I would love to see the Catholic Church involve NFL Sunday in the mass somehow because this is a barrier for a lot of us to going to church because we're going to miss football, man. And I'd love to know what team the Pope follows. No one seems to ask him such questions, though. I'm sure he's got a team. It's probably the Patriots. A family has been repeatedly attacked by an out-of-control pig. A crazy pig reportedly attacked a Texas family Monday and Tuesday of this week. My goodness, that's a terrible existence being repeatedly attacked by a pig in your own home. How did it get inside? Wendy Goldstein is a resident of Kingsland, Texas. See, she says the pig kept coming back and even entered her home. That's crazy. How did it enter the home? This family says they were terrorized by a very large pig that kept coming back. Wendy told the media that a black and white spotted pig attacked her parents and her daughter on Monday. Wendy says this animal weighs an estimated 300 pounds and that it somehow entered the house. Somehow. I mean, maybe you ought to figure out how it entered your house. It's probably quite obvious how a 300 pound pig enters your house. It doesn't walk through a wall. There's going to be either a hole in your wall, a hole in a screen door. Do you have a doggy door, Wendy? Wendy, figure it out, Wendy. It's probably quite obvious. It's not opening the door, entering your house. It's It's not crawling down a chimney, Wendy. The way that it's entering your house is probably pretty obvious, Wendy. Now, I'm not, I didn't go to CSI school, but I've watched enough law in order to know. A child in the residence called 911, and they have a quote from the 911 call. It says, my grandma's being attacked by a random pig. Oh, my grandpa, my grandpa's being attacked as well. Oh, no, grandma. Oh, no, grandpa. They're being attacked by a pig. Help. Help my grandpa and grandma. They're being, the pig is foaming at the mouth. Yeah, the mother explained. In fact, the pig was uh, foaming at the mouth, according to her eyewitness testimony. And it had barreled inside the house after her ta- attacking her daughter outside. Okay, I think I figure out, figured out how the pig got inside, Wendy. It attacked your daughter outside. The daughter ran in and didn't close the door behind her. Now pig is inside the house causing havoc, foaming all over your furniture. Oh no, now it's in the living room. Oh, it's attacked grandma. Oh no, now it's attacking grandpa. Your whole family's being terrorized by this large pig. Wendy explained, quote, my mom tried to lay on top of the pig to crunch him down until the cops got here to get him. He overpowered her, though, and got on top of her. He flattened her like an accordion. Wendy, are you you're cracking jokes about your poor mother being flattened by a pig, nearly killed and crushed to death? If this pig weighs as much as you say it weighs, Wendy, 300 pounds, that can't feel very good to be on top of your mother. 
I do love the gusto of a Texas grandma, though. Texas grandmas are probably chewing tobacco. She got a rifle on her lap. She's like, I'm going to take this pig down. I'm going to lay on top of the pig and crunch him down until the cops get here. I mean, I just love that. She deserves a medal. Wendy told the media that the owner of the pig approached her family while searching for the animal. She claimed that the pig's owner threatened to shoot them if they harmed it. Mm. Well, that's not out of the ordinary. Everybody in Texas is threatening to shoot everybody else over whatever. It's just normal to just threaten to, uh, you know, solve your problem with a gun. I mean, that's just the Texas way these days. Wendy was none too pleased about the threat she received from the pig's owner. Wendy said, quote, What does he expect us to do? Sit here? Let the pig maul us? Huh? Wendy said, I'm standing inside my parents' house with a hammer and I got a knife. I'm just trying to defend myself and defend my family at any cost. My whole family's scared. They felt like we're prisoners in the home here. We're prisoners in our own home. The pig was shot eventually by a non-lethal pepper ball by Animal Control, but it ran away. That was on Monday. Then it came back on Tuesday, approached the family once again. Now, the county sheriff's office says that the pig has been returned to its owner and is now secured in an enclosure. And they say there are not going to be any charges filed. The sheriff's office says, quote, the pig was not trying to attack anybody. It knocked a person down. It began acting like a dog will sometimes uh, on a person's leg. It wasn't being aggressive in a way that it was trying to hurt anyone which is a very odd thing for the sheriff's office to say. Uh, it's almost as though they're completely discounting the testimony of the actual family that was in the presence of this pig inside their house. It's like they're ignoring it altogether. Clearly, Wendy feels like they were attacked. The grandma feels like it, it, was, it was an attack. The 911 call from the child sounds like an attack. So I don't know what they're doing there. In Texas, apparently, they just pigs can just run around, run in your home, and jump on your grandma. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. A woman riding a lawnmower was struck and killed by the wing of an airplane. I'll take highly unlikely ways to die for 800, Alex. This story is out of Oklahoma. It's wild. A woman riding a lawnmower in Broken Bow next to an airport runway was struck and killed by the wing of a small airplane, according to the Oklahoma Highway Patrol. This poor woman, Samantha Hayes, age 27, she died at the Broken Bow Municipal Airport which is southeast of Oklahoma City. The pilot's name is James Baxter. He's the pilot of this single-engine aircraft, a Bonanza A36. James told investigators he saw Samantha after touching down on the runway about 2.30 p.m. and tried to pull up and fly over her, but she was hit by the wing. So he landed on the runway, saw her, tried to pull up, and fly over her. This leads me to believe she was actually riding the lawnmower on the runway, correct? Uh, and I assume she's not mowing the lawn. There's no grass on a runway. So even if she was confused, she thought she was mowing a lawn and it just led to an airport runway. It's very 
clear the difference between grass and an airport runway. I'm not trying to put all the blame on Samantha, but sounds like she was really, maybe she was on the sauce that day. Uh, well, let's keep reading. We have Sarah Stewart, who's a spokesperson for the Highway Patrol. She says, we're currently investigating whether, whether any charges should be filed against this pilot. We need to know if the pilot did anything wrong or was this just an unavoidable situation. I mean, it would seem to me if she's riding her lawnmower on the runway, it, this is probably an unavoidable situation. I don't even know how you get onto an airport runway in your lawnmower. They have a fence, don't they? Maybe not in Oklahoma. I don't know. This could be a very janky small neighborhood airport of some sort. They're investigating other questions about the episode, including whether Samantha was wearing any reflective clothing and if she even saw the airplane at all. Well, you're not going to know that unless you have some sort of, um, I don't know, footage of it from a nearby security camera. It's going to be pretty obvious whether or not she's wearing reflective clothing. Though. You can just search the body. I'm surprised they don't indicate whether she was or was not. I'd imagine that's kind of moot at this point. Because, I mean, even putting on reflective clothing to ride your lawnmower on an airport runway seems like a foolish activity. Stewart says the Federal Aviation Administration is investigating any potential regulatory violations regarding the pilot and the aircraft and the airport. Now, uh, this story is extremely sad and very difficult to inject any humor into it whatsoever, but I did a little Google search on the most incredibly bizarre deaths. And there's a list here that I thought I would read some of these. Uh, a man from Brazil was killed in 2013 when a cow fell through his roof and crushed him while he was sleeping. It then says here, guess he should have moved over. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good pun. Also says here, we have a mayor in Maryland. Uh, she was checking the town's sewage tanks and fell in and drowned in 15 feet of human waste. That's a terrible way to go up. A Canadian lawyer died while trying to prove that the glass in the windows of a 24th floor office was unbreakable by throwing himself into it. He was right. It didn't break, but it's, it did suddenly pop out of its frame, and he plunged to his death anyways. Says here, the owner of the company that makes Segways spent years promoting the safety of the product. Ironically, he died after accidentally driving a Segway off a cliff. Someone named Robert Williams is the first human in history to be killed by a robot. And in 1923, a well-known jockey named Frank Hayes won a race at Belmont Park in New York while dead. The poor guy suffered a heart attack mid-race, but his body managed to stay in the saddle of the horse, crossing the finish line and claiming victory. Another man who had the longest beard in the world in the 1500s died after tripping over his long locks while running away from a fire. These are some of the most bizarre deaths in history, apparently. There's a few more, but you could do a search yourself um, to get some adequate humor and entertainment out of this particular topic. I don't know how funny death is. It's funny sometimes. Yay! This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I want to thank you for listening to Weird AF News, my friends. 
Thank you so much, my loyal listeners. I appreciate you spending a little time with the Weird AF News podcast. There's a gazillion podcasts out there, and you've listened to mine. And for that, I'm very grateful. I don't take it for granted, my listenership. And I have some reviews I'd like to read up top. Give thanks and praise to people who have given me some stars, uh, such as Tink R. Bell. Tinker Bell. This was on Amazon. Uh, Tink R. Bell gave me four stars and wrote, Depends on the day. Some days, Jonesy's super funny. Some days, it's just too much. But I still listen every day for as long as I can stand him. I like being able to listen to strange stuff. It gives me random things to talk to people about throughout the day. Great. I'm glad you're getting something out of that, Tink R. Bell. Tinker Bell. Yeah, it gives you some uh, fun facts and random things to talk about at the workplace or wherever you might be. For sure, for sure. That's one of the best. That's one of the benefits of Weird AF News. I mean, I'm walking around with all these strange, weird stories in my head, and occasionally I whip them out during conversation. And a lot of times, people don't even believe it. They're like, "That can't be true." Like, yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty true. I appreciate the four stars, and you're absolutely right. Um, I'm super funny on some days, and some days I am not. So this is what happens when you live on the edge of improvisational comedy. I got a five-star review from Vegas Lee. Vegas Lee wrote, fantastic and informative. Oh, super nice. Thank you, Vegas. And then the review says, hey, hey, man, I love starting my day with a cup of coffee and listening to Weird AF. Ah, that's a great way to start the day, Vegas. I agree. Cup of coffee and Weird AF news. Uh, Vegas wrote, your way of giving news that we wouldn't otherwise get with the comedic flair is just what we need. Keep up the great work. Wow, that is so sweet. Thank you so much, Vegas. I really appreciate that. That was nice of you to take the time to write a five-star review. I appreciate the reviews I got um, and that I always get. It makes me feel good. I will read uh, the, both the good reviews and the bad reviews because, you know, why not? Everybody gets a voice. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't, but they do. They do. It's a democracy here on Weird AF News, right? Sort of. In this little microcosm. Anyways, if you guys would like to leave a review, like Tinkerbell and Vegas Lee, you can do so on Amazon or Apple Podcasts. Or you can, um, if you're on Spotify, you can give me five stars. Or well, actually, you can just give any stars that you that you prefer to give. I'd appreciate it if you gave me at least uh, three. I think that would be very fair. Uh, a three star podcast. I know what I am. I'm, I might not be a five star, but I'm a three star podcast, right? I would say. Anyways, that would be helpful on Spotify. It only takes a moment, too, by the way. One second to click on five, st- uh, click on some st- whatever stars you want to give out on Spotify. I appreciate that. If you want to call the show, the number six four six four five zero twenty twelve. I'll probably publish some calls tomorrow on the Thursday episode. That seems to be the best time to do it. You can email me always, funnyjones at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, go to weirdafnews.com, the official website, and you can buy Jonesy a coffee or join the Patreon as well. Those are ways you can support the show if you feel like it. Uh, Once again, I appreciate your time. I'll keep it brief. And good luck with your life, man. Good luck with your life.